Today on Lawyers Rising. You know, people want to feel like they can control their hours, especially, you know, younger people. You know, it's becoming more and more important. The top marketing and sales tricks law firms use to get you to work there. Hello and welcome. I'm joined once again by Harrison Barnes, the founder and chief executive of BCG Attorney Search. Hi, Harrison. Thanks for making time for me. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. We've spoken many times in the past about how an attorney can make themselves more appealing to a potential employer, to a firm. Today, we're going to turn that around uh, almost 180 degrees. We're going to talk about the marketing and sales tricks that law firms actually use to convince attorneys to, to work there. Um, we're going to get into about you know 10 to 15 of these. But before we get into the specifics, why did you want to write it from this perspective, uh, write this article to... Uh, to try and let folks know some of the tricks that uh, law firms tend to use. Well, you know, you could call this tricks or you could call it, uh, and I don't know that they're really tricks. I think that was more of a, I don't really like the title of this too much. It's more like kind of, it would be like 15 reasons. I think that, you know, attorneys choose to work in different law firms could be a a better title maybe, Um, you know, but it's, uh, you know, it's kind of the reasons that people choose law firms and, and how law firms, you know, market themselves and what, you know, what, kind of their marketing, uh, you know, messages that gets people to accept jobs there. You know, at the end of the day, though, um, the work of an attorney is largely the same from firm to firm, even inside uh, from, you know, from different uh, focuses, et cetera. Can you talk a little bit about that, about why uh, they uh, firms try and use this kind of language to make themselves seem different when, in fact, they probably aren't that much different from one another? You know, they want to look like good firms, and so they want to you know, they, they want to have the ability to, uh, you know, stick out and be, you know, unique to people and, and have reasons for people to work there. And so, uh, you know, people justify their decisions about where to work based on how the law firm appeals to them. And law firms appeal to people, you know, in different ways. And there are things that are import, important to different types of attorneys, you know. So some attorneys, money is important. Uh, and other attorneys, uh, you know, the the culture is important. It, it really depends on the firm. But these are kind of the, the, the things that I've listed in this article, I think, are the, the things that I believe are the 15 most important things that attorneys kind of keep coming back to over and over again as the most important to them. Okay, so let's get into this. You mentioned money. That's a great place to start. Everyone wants to make as much money as possible. Um, can you talk more about how money is used to attract potential Uh, new attorneys into a firm. Um, You've mentioned in the past that there's something of an arms race out there when it comes to salaries. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the, the law firms that, um, you know, have the highest salaries typically are the ones that the, the, you know, law students want to work at the most. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's certainly different, you know, cat, I mean, even the ones that pay the highest salaries, there's different, you know, prestige levels among them, but you know, the, the, the ones that pay the highest salaries, I mean, that that's kind of how attorneys base, you know, the, in terms of what firms to work at. I mean, out of law school and even the first several years out of law school based on how much money they pay. And there's there's always been, you know, different, you know, the firms that pay the highest salaries and the ones that are kind of beneath them. And so the ones that pay the highest salaries are pretty much always in the most demand and have the ability to, to, you know, get the best people and the ones that pay lower salaries don't. And it's always very competitive to get jobs with the ones that pay the highest salaries. I mean, you typically have to have gone to a good law school or done very well in a lesser law school. And there's always a lot of people that want to work in those firms. And, 
you know, so they're able to get the best talent based on the, the salaries. For those firms that aren't able to pay that top tier salary, how do they go about attracting um, potential employees and potential attorneys? Um, do they try and use other kinds of inducements to try and convince people to come work there? Yeah, I mean, they, well, then that's how they, you know, they'll, they'll talk about their lifestyle, they'll talk about, you know, the size of the firm or how much, you know, the, the, um, things that attorneys are able to do outside of work or, um, you know, or, but a lot of times they'll, they'll use things such as the fact that it's easier to make partner or you have more employment security that never laid people off or they're kind of a lifestyle firm or, uh, you know, they're, uh, the work's more interesting or you get more experience or, you know, th- those sorts of things are, are typically what they, what they what the, will focus on the most. What about the reputation of the law firm? A lot of people, when they come out into the industry, they want to work at the most prestigious firms. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the reputation of the law firm, how that is used to, to attract potential talent? Well, the reputation is, is, is important. So there's, there's different, you know, in, you know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's almost like, you know, like I, I was talking to a friend recently that, you know, spent a lot of time living in England and like, you know, there's such, there's so much class consciousness in England. I mean, among, and it's like that with law firms too. I mean, there's, there's so many different, you know, categories and it's, I understand it just cause I'm in this business, but even attorneys that are like, you know, in their second, first year of law school or second year, understand it. I mean, in New York, like, you know, the very best students from, you know, your top law schools, you know, there's just a certain type of firm that they're going to want to go to, like one to four or five firms in New York, and they would never consider, you know, they would consider firms other than those, like, you know, a, a different tier. And there's, you know, there's just so much that goes into the, the reputation of a law firm and, uh, and, 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 what it, and what it is. And, and there's, you know, it's very hard to, to understand what makes a a good law firm have a good reputation. I mean, there's a lot that goes into that, but you know, for the most part, the law firms, their reputation is, is based on, you know, what it means when you, when a client says they're represented or what it means when someone says they're working there and, um, and, and attorneys, you know, law students for, I, I understand it. I mean, I'm very surprised they do, uh, but you know, law students and young attorneys all understand it. So the reputation of a law firm is very important for how, people, you know, choose where to work. Do you think there's a risk of being, for lack of a better word, suckered by a reputation of a firm that kind of causes people to make choices that they otherwise wouldn't? Um, or or I'd like to, I know it's kind of a big question. You, you have to speak broadly across multiple kinds of firms, but what are your thoughts about reputation, whether or not it's earned or not? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a great idea. I mean, it's, um, you know, when I, I chose a law firm, when I lateral, I lateral to a law firm that I thought had a really good reputation. I mean, I'd lateral for money too, but um, in it, you know, and a lot of times the reputation, um, you know, isn't, uh, you know, something that um, people, you know, uh, you know, should be considered. And it, you know, um, you know, the, the the best reputation, the law firms with the best reputations, often are are able to push attorneys around more, and it's it's harder to you know, stay there. And they're, I mean, and they, you know, there's just a lot of reasons that you can get suckered by their reputation. Yeah. Is it easy to get a read on what a firm's culture is um, just by listening to what the firm themselves say, you know, as someone that's going out into interviews to try and gauge exactly whether or not they're going to be a fit in a particular firm, not always easy to make that determination. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, you have to, you can get a sense of it kind of when you're, when you're, 
when you're visiting a firm, I mean, I remember visiting a firm in uh, LA once and, uh, and, and I got there and it was, everyone just seemed really formal and, 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 and unhappy, but it was just, it was so quiet. And they had this like, you know, all this kind of, you know, very like conservative, like kind of, you know, furniture, like you'd see like in an old house and, uh, you know, and they, and they made me wait somewhere and it was kind of like in a, you know, a hallway. And, and I sat there for like 10 minutes and I literally didn't hear anything. You know, uh, and it was just so quiet and, uh, you know, and, um, you know, and then finally when I interviewed with an attorney, it was just, you know, I could tell that the, you know, he was very like, you know, formal and uptight. And so, you know, I knew that I would have done horribly in that firm. Just, I mean, I could get along in an atmosphere like that, but I just, I wasn't happy. I wouldn't have been happy. And mm. so I think I had an instinctual feel like some people may, you know, I'd like an environment where people seem happy and they're laughing and you know, and that sort of thing. And this was just the exact opposite. It was, you know, environment where people seemed, you know, were very, it was just a different kind of environment. So, you know, people succeed and fail depending on the type of environment they go to. And it's just very important. So if you're not in the right environment, it, it can make a, you know, a huge, a huge difference. I mean, to, to how well you do. I mean, it, it really can affect your success. So a big part of culture is, of course, the people that make up a firm. And you'll often see firms emphasizing the high morale of the attorneys that work there, talking about uh, how people are really engaged in the work, etc. Can you talk a little bit about that, um, whether or not you can really take their word at the high morale of the attorneys that work there. Of course, I think most uh, employers would say that. Um, and whether or not it's possible to gauge whether or not people are happy actually working there before. You yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people that are, you know, that whose morale is somewhat high at a firm. I mean, because they're doing well in that culture. But, you know, not, not everybody uh, is going to have high morale there. It's going to, uh, you know, depend on... Uh, you know, just to, to a great extent will depend on, um, you know, how, uh, you know, the, you know, the, um, you know, the, whether or not you're comfortable there. So I think, I think morale a lot of times has to do with, uh, you know, like, you know, the, uh, you know, I, I don't know, it's, you know, the, the, how excited people are about the work, how, how much people like working together, you know, whether or not you, you can kind of tell a lot of times whether or not doors are open or closed, uh, you know, what people in the legal community are saying to each other about the firm, uh, you know, how attorneys get along, whether or not they like to go, you know, out to work, out, you know, after work together. All those sorts of things, I think, have a lot to do with it. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, there's, you know, uh, morale, you know, can be... Um, you know, measured in other ways too. I mean, I think, you know, it's just, it, it depends on how, uh, you know, I think it really depends on how comfortable people are around each other when, when it comes down to it. Okay. So you mentioned earlier that, you know, 20 years ago, being in a very formal environment was much more common. That's changed. Another thing that I think has changed over the last 20 years is firms' commitment to diversity. Um, you've mentioned in the past that, You'll often find many firms are quite clicky. Um, they'll have a particular, um, their employees will be made up of a certain people from a certain background or educational background, et cetera. What about diversity? It's, it's, a, it's a buzzword these days. And indeed, it is very important to a lot of people coming out of, uh, out of university. Can you talk a little bit more about diversity and, and how firms use that to, to attract talent? Well, 
Yeah, I mean, diversity is becoming more and more important. And, you know, honestly, I mean, five years ago, I would have put this not at number five, probably number 10. And, you know, 15 years ago, I would have put it even beneath there. But it's become very important because I think that people are starting to realize that, you know, a diverse environment, uh, you know, that it, it's just it's just better for for everybody, for business and, uh, you know, and, and having different viewpoints and uh, people of different backgrounds and, and people have traditionally been you know, there's a lot of people that have, have felt excluded based on, uh, you know, their, uh, you know, not not necessarily, you know, being, I mean, uh, because of environments that aren't diverse. So, you know, at, uh, you know, law firms, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, that the, the talk about that are able to attract people from you know, diverse environments and, and more effectively. And, and if they actually do have uh, diversity there and people that are diverse stay there, that, that can help. And so, you know, it's, it's just a very important thing. I mean, I think that the more uh, diverse a firm is, the better off I think that, uh, you know, it is for, especially for recruiting. We recently spoke about the mistakes that attorneys can make when they're in, in an interview. One of them was to be constantly asking about the ability to advance inside of a law firm. Now you shouldn't ask that question, but oftentimes law firms will talk about that and talk about your ability to advance inside uh, of the firm. Can you talk a little bit about that, how they um, use that to attract potential talent, how truthful it is uh, and how you can kind of gauge whether or not this is a place where you will be able to rise? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I, it is important for attorneys choosing law firms uh, you know, they, they want to know uh, whether or not there's a potential to advance. They, you know, for me, I mean, that was a very important thing. Uh, I know we talked about this recently in a podcast, like in my decision to actually leave practice. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that, uh, you know, that advancement was something that was really realistic where I was at. But, uh, you know, for anyone, I mean, I just didn't think there was a chance. But if, if, if a law firm does offer a realistic opportunity for advancement, it's a place where you can kind of set down roots and have a career. I think that's a very positive thing and something that, that you know, law firms sh- should emphasize. And there are law firms where advancement can be next to impossible. So in those types of firms, it's, it's generally not a great idea to uh, advertise that. But if, if, if it is possible, you know, it's a great idea. No law firm wants to show themselves to be lacking for work. They want to appear to be busy and successful, especially when trying to attract new talent. So how do you gauge whether or not there is a lot of work at this place that you're interviewing at, that there is going to be an ability to succeed and get lots of experience? Again, you can imagine there's all sorts of uh, reasons why a firm would not be very open or truthful if they are struggling. So how do you gauge that as someone that... uh, uh, is hearing this from a potential employer. They're talking about how busy they are and how much work there is. How can you tell whether or not that's truthful? Well, you typically can, uh, you know, when in interviews, I mean, there's nothing wrong, like if you're interviewing to ask how, you know, if the, if the firm is busy and, and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And, uh, you know, an, an attorney should, uh, you know, Ideally, I mean, you do want to go to a place that's busy because if it's busy, that means that there's there's opportunity for you. Uh, but uh, you know, and so th- the way you gauge it typically is just you know asking uh, about it. Uh, you know, and and it's it's scary. I mean, it's you know, there's there's firms that you know will go through you know big hiring. You know, uh, you know, well they'll hire a ton of people and then they'll lay off a ton of people and 
you know, like when cases go away and stuff. And so there's, but there's firms that kind of are always busy and, and don't lay people off and, you know, and, and are able to kind of manage workflows and always have enough work to do. Uh, and so I think it's a good idea for attorneys to, you know, you can get a sense of, you know, the, the firm's ability to kind of keep work based on its history of layoffs. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's there's definitely, a, you know, you can you can definitely tell this sort of information, you know, when you interview with a firm, uh, you know, by just reading up kind of what's going on in the market and the last time the firms laid people off. And there's firms that, you know, have a history of, uh, you know, getting busy and then laying people off. And there's ones that don't. There's also a tendency for firms to market their expertise in a certain practice area, especially if they're experts in a you know niche practice area. Can you talk about that inducement, that way that they try to attract talent by talking about their expertise in a certain area? And uh, again, whether or not uh, that is something that should be, uh, uh, should be believed. Well, I think that, um, yeah, that, you know, the, the, the better, you know, an attorney, a law firm is in a practice area, the more likely uh, clients are to choose it, the better work you're going to have, uh, you know, you know, if working in that firm, the, the more, the more long-term kind of opportunity you're going to have, uh, you know, in your career, if it's a really good firm in that practice area. So you can generally find that. I mean, there's all sorts of rankings. There's, you know, I mean, from U.S. News to Chambers, even BCG, like we rank firms in their practice areas. And, uh, you know, so it's important. You know, there is a, a conversation that we've had on, on multiple occasions about the importance of mentors, how important it is to develop those relationships to succeed, especially if you're early on in your career. Um, but you've also noted that there are many firms where there's a real sink or swim attitude and trying to find someone to give you a hand up is, is difficult. So when firms talk about mentorship and other kinds of support, uh, that must be very appealing. Um, can you talk a little bit about how they use that and uh, whether, and I guess how to gauge whether or not um, that is the right firm, the right kind of mentorship that a young attorney might need? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, you, you, you need to, um, you know, if you if, if an associate or, or a partner or something, I mean, goes to a firm and they feel like there's someone there that, you know, is in power, that has their back, then it's much, they're much more likely to uh, join there than, than, if they, than if they don't. And, and so I, I think this particular, uh, you know, point is extremely important. And, uh, you know, I, I remember... Uh, you know, a couple of, you know, when I was interviewing with firms a long time ago as a lateral, that there would always be like many times a partner that I would be responsible for working for. And that person would, you know, take me out to eat and spend time with me and uh, try to get to know me. And the idea was that, you know, if I came to that firm, I would be working with that person and they would, you know, kind of have my back. And so I, I think that, uh, you know, if there is a mentor there, that's a very good reason for someone to choose a firm. And if not, that's a reason, you know, maybe not to. You know, location is becoming increasingly important in these post-COVID times. And I can imagine that a lot of people, uh, a lot of firms are using that to attract talent. Talk to me a little bit about location, how that's used and uh, whether it's effective or not. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you know, depending on where the, the firm's offices are, I mean, it can be, a, you know, a, a, a huge draw. I mean, you know, there's firms that, you know, have offices in very nice locations, uh, you know, or in suburbs or there's, you know, or, or, you know, you know, if they're in the city and in, in different parts of the city, 
uh, you know, there's firms that have, uh, you know, where it could take, you know, a lot of traffic to get there. I mean, LA is very interesting because like, you know, there's all these different parts of LA. So, you know, it, there's like the West side and there's LA proper, and then there's like Long Beach and there's, you know, there's, you know, all these different areas. And so someone that, you know, lives on the West side of LA to, to, you know, to work downtown, I mean, could be very, very difficult. It could take like, you know, an hour. Someone that lives in Pasadena to work on the West side, it could take an hour and a half. So people really choose uh, loca- offices based on locations. Uh, other people choose where to work uh, based on, uh, you know, uh, not just locations, but where in the, the city, you know, where in a particular city the place is, if it's in a, you know, the offices are, you know, a, a nice area of the city, uh, you know, like, so some people like, you know, for example, in um, even in LA, like there's different parts of the actual, you know, the downtown, you know, where people would could work. And so, you know, people will choose offices based on that. So it just depends on the, you know, on the person. But yeah, the offices can make it be a big deal. It occurs to me that, you know, other forms of compensation are often put forward to attract talent, you know, not just salary, but, you know, other kinds of perks and different kinds of perks are going to appeal to different kinds of people. Can you give me a sense of what kinds of benefits and perks that are out there that you've heard of in the past? Um, just to give people a sense of, you know, the things that they, they may be entitled to as they go out on their job search. Well, I mean, there's, um, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're relocating uh, to a different market, like the law firm, you know, that, that can be a big one. Um, there's, you know, there's insurance, uh, you know, the, the quality of the health insurance. Uh, some law firms will provide things like, you know, domestic partnership benefits. Uh, you know, other law firms will you know, give you money to, you know, to go on trips. Uh, you know, some of them will give you home down payment assistance. I mean, that's kind of rare, but I mean, they do. Uh, Child care. Uh, then there's, you know, cafeterias uh, in the firm. Uh, you know, many, many different. Some have gyms. I mean, or will pay, you know, your gym membership. So, you know, some things will just appeal to people, different people in different ways. I mean, you know, if, if a firm wanted to appeal to me, I mean, they would say they had a gym. I mean, that you know, I'd like that. But, yeah, you know, but for for most people, they wouldn't care about that. And other people, you know, maybe childcare would appeal to them or a cafeteria, a really good cafeteria. I mean, it just depends on the person, you know. So, but, you know, when you add all this stuff up, I mean, you know, one, one perk could mean a lot or health insurance. A really good health insurance can mean something to someone. You know, it just depends on the person. So the nature of work is changing. Um, this has come up numerous times in the past, and especially for younger people, uh, they want to have a different kind of work atmosphere. Indeed, the hours that they work, even if they have to come into the office all the time. Now, in some firms, to ask these questions about you know whether or not I can work from home would be kind of disastrous to your career, and indeed might kind of end your career at that firm. Uh, but there are firms that really are leaning into this, aren't there? That are offering alternatives to the more strict nine to five or uh, maybe even worse, the seven to seven kinds of work that's out there. Can, can you talk a little bit about that, about how that is changing and how they're using that to attract talent? Yeah. I mean, they, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, want to have, you know, freedom. So they want to, you know, people want to feel like they can control their hours. They can control, you know, when they work or, you know, how, how often they have to be in the office, all those sorts of things, especially, you know, younger people, uh, you know, it's becoming, uh, you know, more and more important. So the firms can definitely use that as, as a marketing draw. I mean, you know, and, and I think, you know, it's become more and more important to, to firms, uh, you know, over the past several years, uh, their ability to, to allow that. What about offering 
extra responsibility that a lot of, a lot of young attorneys want. You know, they don't want to kind of be milling down uh, in the basement for years without having any really important work to do. Will firms offer important work, um, you know, that to as, as a way to attract new talent? to allow them maybe to go to court much earlier than other firms were, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, law firms will, you know, people a lot of times will like early responsibility. So if a law firm offers that, it's, it can be very attractive to, uh, you know, people. So, you know, being able to offer early responsibility uh, is important or for some people, you know, just, um, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, early responsibility is very important. So, uh, you know, and, um, you know, because they believe that they need to develop their skills quickly. And for some, for other people, it's not important, but, uh, you know, some people do like early responsibility. Definitely. People like nice stuff and they like to feel important. Um, we can all admit that. I think all of us have at least some of that in us and, you know, working in a really nice building does a lot for one's ego. I know from my past and, and perhaps from yours as well. Can you talk about how just where the firm is, how that is sometimes used as a, as a way to attract new talent? Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, the quality of the offices, I mean, you know, people spend a lot of time at work. So, I mean, if the offices are really nice, I mean, that, that can be very attractive to attorneys. Uh, I mean, you know, some of the offices are just, you know, frankly imposing. I mean, it's just... Some of them are just insane how nice they are. So, you know, the, you know, being on high floors, I mean, I remember, you know, some firms that I visited, I mean, they're just very, you know, very nice buildings or very high up or, you know, just, you know, beautiful furniture with art and so forth. And, uh, you know, and people like that. I mean, you know, it's, it's nice to be in nice offices. And I think, you know, people always talk about, you know, if the firm had really nice offices, they, a lot of times that's one of the things to talk about when they say, you know, how much they like the firm and so forth. Okay. The last on the list here is law firms marketing themselves based on the size of the firm themselves and the number of offices that the firm has. Some people might be intimidated by going into a, a very large office or, or a firm that has many offices around the country or even around the world. But uh, that can also be very attractive to some people that to know that there's this uh, very large organization that they're going to join. Can you talk to me a little bit about the size of the firm, how that is used to attract young attorneys? Yeah, I mean, if a firm is like a, you know, a large international firm, I mean, people, you know, get a sense of importance from, you know, how big that firm is or the, you know, the size of it. They get a sense of importance from having all sorts of international offices and you know, and, and frankly, I mean, you know, for some firms, that's actually necessary. I mean, because they may have, you know, like partners, a lot of times will have clients in different markets and they want to have offices there and so forth. So, you know, that, that can be, you know, that, that could be a good thing for a lot of attorneys. But, you know, for the most part, um, you know, the, uh, the, the size of the office, I mean, the size of the firm, you know, uh, is important to people. And, the, and there's also a perception that, you know, that if the firm has a lot of offices, and there's some truth to this, that it will have client, more clients all over the country and so forth. And so, you know, having more clients, uh, you know, access to more work and so forth can make a big difference. You know, my takeaway from this list is uh, it, it, the ability to uh, understand all the things that are on the table for you when you go out into this world uh, of interviewing for a, a new job in, in the legal industry, to know that there are all these, uh, you know, various th uh, 
things that are put on the table to attract you uh, and to know that maybe it may not always be apropos to, to ask if these are there, but to know that other firms will offer them. And so I think that's really important to understand. So I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Yeah, thank you. That's all the time we have for this edition of the program. If you're an attorney looking for change, go to bcgsearch.com.